You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 63. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. How are you? I've been watching some TV lately. That's my fun fact. Super fun and exciting, right? (laughs) Oh no, but it's so fun because you guys, my four-year-old is finally going to bed at like eight or eight 30 because she's not napping anymore. She was going to bed at like nine 30, 10, 10 30, 11. She was like literally putting us to bed. And now I feel like freaking it's spring break every night. I'm like, I have like two hours to myself. So got back into this is us. Oh my gosh. I just cry every episode. It's so good. I can't get enough of it and watch the movie with my husband. The unforgivable. I think it was called. Holy shit. I was like, you guys, I was in the fetal position, sobbing my eyes out. If you do not like to cry, definitely do not watch that. If you do need a tear jerker, you know, sometimes you just need, oh my God, you need to cry. And then you like put the thing on and you think it's going to make you cry. And then it like, doesn't make you cry. And you're so dissatisfied because you just need to get the tears out. I promise you this movie will do it. Oh, those both hit home. This is us the last couple of episodes and the unforgivable. I think the unforgivable is on Netflix. Anyways, I want to share with you guys what my client Mel is saying. She's a current client. And I just thought that the subtle detail in her share and her celebration was so cool because I think this is why what she's articulating is why so many of us want to lose weight for the last time. And she's experiencing kind of her after, right? She's already experiencing her future self. So she says, today I went out in the snow with my kids. I didn't struggle to be comfortable in my snow pants, which by the way, oh my God, you guys, I was thinking about that because we were in Breckenridge, you know, a couple weeks ago. And I was like, it's just so nice to not have to like, oh my God, sausage myself into these. I thought about it like a lot (laughs) because it's so uncomfortable when you have so many layers on and then the snow pants, why don't they make snow pants with stretch by the way? Anyways, she says, I didn't let a cranky kid derail me. That's how you guys know the yummy yummy experience is so much more than losing weight because I teach you how to handle your children and your, all your people in your life. She says, I was present and went up and down the hill with ease and didn't feel winded or worry about how he looked. What a gift. Thank you, Laura and yummy yummy experience. Yeah. I think that's so cool that she's saying that she was present. Cause when I ask people like, and you guys ask yourself this now, like, why do you want to lose weight? Why do you want to lose weight for the last time? Honestly, nine times out of 10, I mean, we have a lot of reasons, right? But one of the main reasons is because we just want to be present. We just like want to be present with our kids. (laughs) It's so crazy. And this thing, this weight thing, this food thing, this, oh, it's just so much baggage. We're constantly thinking about it and calculating and planning and figuring out what we're going to do next in the back of our heads. It's just, oh, it is purgatory. So today I want to talk about scale jail. Do you guys have the scale scaries? Like 
Do you wake up? Are you afraid to weigh yourself? Do you weigh yourself? Do you even have a scale? Okay. It's really important that you listen to this episode because I think I have maybe an unpopular opinion around the scale, but I think you adopting (laughs) what I think, you know, not to brainwash you or anything, but you know, to brainwash you. But I really think that dismantling so much of the drama around the scale is really important in you losing weight for the last time. So why are so many of us afraid of the scale? Like if you are afraid of the scale, or if you have been afraid of the scale in the past, or you know, someone who's afraid of the scale, like why, why are so many of us afraid of the scale? I'll tell you why we're not actually afraid of the scale. We're afraid of the story we're going to tell about the number on the scale. We're scared of our own brains, our own minds. And this is actually great news, you guys, because we can't change the scale in that moment when we step on it. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Have you guys ever moved the scale around your bathroom? Have you moved it to like another level of your house to see if you get it to go lower? Have you like blow dried your hair before you gotten on the scale? But the tricks are hilarious. I love hearing from my clients about what they do, their little rituals around weighing themselves. I remember like when I was still going through my diet drama, I would be like, right before I healed it, I'd be like, Oh, gotta have dry hair. I have to have gone to the bathroom. I have to have, um, breastfed my baby. I have to have, (laughs) there was a whole list of things I had to do before I would get on the scale. So we're afraid of the scale because of what we're going to make the number mean about who we are. And it's usually something about our worth or our value. It's so crazy how much power we hand over to the scale. And the scale is just like literally you guys, a neutral measuring device. It it's, it's reading a number. It's not reading out. You suck. Why can't you do this? You're not worth anything. This whole plan that we decided on is not working. You know what? We're a failure. This plan, you know, works for everybody else. It doesn't work for me. So that must mean that I'm a literal failure, right? We make it mean so much. We allow it to control our mood. Have you guys ever, I tell a story all the time about how I'd be halfway through my day. I'd be like two 30. I'd be sitting at my desk back when I was in corporate or I'd be, you know, driving around again, back when I was in corporate and I would be like, God, why am I in such a bad mood? And I would think about it and I'd be like, Oh yeah, I didn't weigh what I wanted to weigh today. Right. So we give the skill so much power. We let it dictate our emotions. It's like riding this emotional roller coaster. If we get on the scale and it says something that we like, then we get to be happy. But if we get on the scale, especially when we've been following our plan, right? Or our protocol or whatever you want to call it, we step on and we're like, oh my God. And we are so disappointed. We're so defeated. We're so freaking pissed. So we really allow the skill to dictate our mood, our emotions. I mean, I can imagine like, I just wasn't as happy as when I was giving my power over to the scale. Like I know there's moms out there because you guys are my clients and I talk to you like all the time, every day, but 
right? We're like kind of snapping at our kids over breakfast or we're not as sweet to our husband. Or if he goes to like, you know, grab our waist, we're like quick to jerk away and not engage in that affection. So it really is important that you neutralize the scale. Now, a lot of people's solution to the scale is to throw it away. I do not want you throwing away the scale. No, because the scale is not the problem, you guys. It's your brain. And so if you don't see the thoughts that you think about yourself, if you do not allow the scale to be a mirror for you as to what you think about you, then those thoughts will still be playing out subconsciously, right? So I actually want you to weigh yourself and I want you to allow the thoughts to come up, right? All the negative thoughts to come up so that you can see them. You can hold them up, take a really good look at them and decide, you know what? This thought is not serving me. This thought is making me feel defeated. It's making me feel worthless. It's making me feel ashamed. And I don't ever want to think this thought again. Now, remember you guys, I don't necessarily want you doing a 180. If you step on the scale and it says a number that you quote unquote, don't like, I don't want you to be like, God, I'm, I suck. Nothing's working. And I'm totally worthless. I'm never going to figure this out. I don't want you flipping it completely on a 180 and being like, I'm amazing. I'm the most beautiful creature in the history of the world. I mean, do it. If you can get there, like if you can believe those new intentional thoughts, go for it. But you may want to find a thought in the middle, something more like this is a number. This is neutral. This is good information for me to have so that I can move forward and create what I want to create. You guys, the scale, the reason I really love the scale is because it's a mirror for you to see your brain. If you do not clean up those thoughts, those thoughts will still live in your subconscious and they will still be creating emotions, which then create actions that probably aren't serving you, right? So if you step on the scale and you think it's not working, something's wrong with me. Then you feel defeated. And then because you feel defeated, you throw in the towel and you eat seven cupcakes and you scream at the top of your lungs at your kids. (laughs) Have you been there or have you been there? Instead, what if you thought, "Hmm, this is an interesting piece of data. And then maybe you feel more accepting. And then maybe you just go about your day one foot in front of the other as you move forward. It doesn't have such a hold on you. So I really do not recommend you getting rid of the scale because you're missing an opportunity. If you actively intentionally do not have a scale, it's probably because you are afraid of your own brain and what you want to make that number mean. Now, Again, a lot of those thoughts have been programmed into our brain by our society, by the way that we've been socialized, by the way that we've been conditioned. But again, so it's not, it's not like your fault that you have all these thoughts that are not serving you, but it is your responsibility to clean them up. If you want to lose weight for the last time, if you want to feel the way you want to feel, if you want to have power over your feelings and your emotions. So Number one, I love the scale because it's such a beautiful mirror for what you're thinking about yourself. And you guys, I want you to know that you are a hundred percent worthy. Your value and your worth as a person is intrinsic. You're born a hundred and twenty million percent worthy. Nothing can change this. This is like a literal fact. Your value is set at a hundred percent worthy. Okay. 
The other reason why I like the scale is because the scale actually is a pretty decent measuring device. It's not perfect, no, but it is the best measuring device that we have available to us on a daily basis to help us see, are we moving in the direction that we want to be moving in terms of losing weight, right? It really is a neutral measuring device. You guys, I literally asked my PhD scientist husband, Dr. Ryan Conley, what does the scale measure? Because I always say the scale measures your gravitational pull. And he said, I mean, it basically does. Okay. It measures your fat. Yeah. It measures your muscle, it measures your bones, like your giant femur bones. It measures your organs. It measures your hair, your skin, like it measures your whole body. But he says the definition is your mass times your gravitational constant. Okay. Guys, my point is it's a neutral measuring device that actually can help us to collect data and make a hypothesis or make a theory really. Hey, is what I'm doing working, right? Most of us can't like, you know, submerge ourselves into some water tank to like collect our amount of body fat, right? This is a really good device. We've just made it out to be so bad. It's like, if you go to the doctor, would you ever, (laughs) they're like, okay, it's time for us to measure your height. Would you ever be like, oh God, oh God, I cannot see that number. Do not let me see that number. No, no. You would just be like, okay. And then you would have your height measured. Same with like your blood pressure or your pulse or whatever else they measure. When you go to the doctor, you're like, sure. The only actual measurement that we care about is our weight because we make it mean something usually negative, right? But when they're like, you're five, three and a half, most of us are like, okay, cool. Moving on because we haven't made our height. Now, some of you care about your height, but most of us do not care about our height. You haven't made your height mean anything about who you are as a person. So it literally doesn't matter, right? It just rolls off your back. You don't even notice. I want you to start to approach the scale the same exact way. It's actually pretty reliable. Now it's going to go up and down, right? As you're losing weight for the last time, the scale is going to go up and down. It's not going to be this linear, go and check out all my infographics that I have on my clients. You'll see that their graphs are not this perfect decline, right? It doesn't look like one straight line from point A to point B going down in a diagonal direction, right? It's kind of bumpy. You can kind of see on there. It's two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. This is how we lose weight for the last time, two steps forward and one step back. It's literally the only way if you're doing it for the last time and you're not over restricting and being a crazy person. So I want you guys to know that like, yeah, will water weight play a role? hundred percent. If you get sick and you're on antibiotics, will that play a role? Yes, probably. If you have a big weekend and you eat a lot of food, it's probably going to be reflected on the scale, right? So the scale is really, really, really helpful in determining, hey, are we achieving what we've set out to achieve? I want to give you a real life example of why it's really important to think about the number they're reading on the scale intentionally. 
if I were to give you homework and you guys know I'll give you homework, I would have your takeaway. This, this really is your takeaway. What do you want to think before you get on the scale? When you get on the scale and when you get off the scale, what do you want to think on purpose? And I'm going to tell you why it's important to have these pre-programmed. My client, I'm just going to give you an example. This just happened like last week. So she was sick and she was taking some medicine and she thought that because of the medicine that she was up on the scale. Now, full disclosure, she was eating. I think she was eating a little bit off protocol as well. So she was up on the scale. She was, I think it was like 155 on the scale. Right. And so her brain wanted to really freak out because that had been a high number for her. And so her brain wanted to be like, you know what? It's not working. Oh my God, this sucks. I can't believe it. But when she looked at it, she was like, you know what? It is working. Number one, I'm on medicine that I have a funny, sneaky suspicion is making me gain weight. It's, it's holding on to water weight and I've been eating off protocol. I've been eating in a way that is not serving me. Right. So she's like, actually the scale is just depicting what's going on. And so she was able, those are her thoughts, right? So she was able to have really intentional, clean thoughts and not freak out. Now, had she freaked out, like pretend it was a year ago, she would have thought, oh my God, this sucks. I ruined all of the work that I've done. I am struggling so hard. I can't, this is so unfair. And then she would have felt completely defeated. So disappointed. She, honestly, she would have gone into despair spiral right? Can you guys see that? You see a number that you don't like on the scale and you make it mean it's not working. You feel so defeated. And then you go and you eat all the things you use it as an excuse to eat all the things. And that is when it becomes a problem, right? It's not the couple pounds up because of the water weight and because of the eating off protocol. It's when we compound it because we think the optional thought of it's not working. I never, ever, you know, I like to put you guys on word diets, right? I never, ever, ever want you thinking the thought it's not working. I always want you to think there's a reason. I know exactly why I'm up on the scale. I never want you thinking. I don't know why it's up. You know, my client was really good and how she trained her brain because she did not entertain those thoughts. Her brain may have offered them, but she did not entertain or believe them. And thank God, because she was right. It was water weight and it fell off. It was so crazy. She was thinking about changing her goal for the end of January to something higher than she had originally set at the beginning of the week, because she had this number that was a little higher than where she had been trending the week before and the week before that. And I coached her and I told her not to change her goal and to just keep going without over restricting and without throwing in the towel, right? Without eating off protocol as well. And you guys, six days later, she had hit her January 31st goal. She was down to 148 because it really was water weight. And then she got right back on protocol and she was totally fine. You guys can see, right? I always talk about that movie, um, sliding doors. You can see she had option one, think the thought it's not working. Something's wrong. This sucks. Screw it. And then she would have felt defeated and she would have eaten all the cupcakes. That's option one. And then she would have gained weight right? Option two, be like, huh, 
I know exactly why this is. I ate off protocol and I'm holding on to water weight. Wow. It's a little uncomfortable. It's okay. And then she feels the feeling of acceptance and commitment. And then what does she do? She eats on protocol. And then what happens? She hits her goal early. Oh my God. It's mind blowing. It's the best example of why you want to be intentional about what you're going to think before you step on the scale, what you're going to think during, what you're going to think after program your brain. You guys, this is a practice. If you've been very practiced at thinking it's not working, this sucks. I hate it. And then going down that hole of disappointment and frustration and all of that, you're going to have to practice these new thoughts of, of course, I know why there's always a reason. I know my brain wants to be like, I don't know how I could possibly gain this weight. No, you guys, there's always a reason. Find it, be in control. You can control this. It still is two steps forward, one step back, but that's, what's so cool is that you are the one in charge, not the scale. If the scale was in charge, we would be screwed, right? Because it would just read a number and then we'd have to feel like shit all day. But you know, in that moment, you can't change the scale, right? But what can you change? Your brain. So that's why this is great news. You have an opportunity now to use the scale to help you. It's even been proven, you guys, that the people that weigh themselves regularly, and I'm going to tell you what I recommend about weighing yourselves. The people that weigh themselves regularly are proven to lose more weight than people that don't. So my recommendation is that you weigh yourself every single day. And then people want to be like, oh my God, why, why? That's crazy. No, the once a week is plenty. Okay, fine. Weigh yourself once a week if you want to. But my recommendation is every single day, because what if tomorrow you weigh yourself and you weigh 161 and then you lose two pounds, but next week on that same day, say you tomorrow, you weigh yourself. It's a Monday or a Wednesday, whatever. Say tomorrow is a Monday. You weigh yourself. It's 161. And then next week you weigh yourself on a Monday and it's 161 because you're about to get your period on that next Tuesday, right? Cause you've got some water weight, but really that whole entire week you actually lost two pounds, right? So you want to see that and you want to identify with the lowest number. You want to start to believe that that is who you are and that is what you weigh now, right? That's the practice in becoming and being your future self now. Again, it's two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. But that's why I reckon, why wouldn't you get the little hit, right? We're taking away some of the dopamine hits by not having a cupcake every night or whatever your thing is. So why not give yourself a little tiny hit on the scale? Why not weigh yourself every single day and see the progress you're making? And if you aren't making progress, it's good data so that you can change your protocol. And if your brain is coming up with a lot of bullshit, it's another opportunity for you to clean it up and you to be in charge. Okay, you guys, so that is what I have for you today. I want you to create some post-its and I want you to go and I want you to post what you're gonna think before you step on the scale, during the scale and after. Now, it may be the same exact thought. It may be three different thoughts. You wanna test these thoughts. Make sure they're making you feel the way that you wanna feel. 
in control, accepting, committed, whatever. So I hope you guys have the best week ever. Be sure to get yourself on the wait list for the next Yummy Mummy experience. The January Yummy Mummy experience, if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, launched yesterday on the 17th and is sold out. I'm so excited for this next round. And you guys also, if you have not rated and reviewed, pretty please. I know I say it on the outro. Did you guys know an outro is a word? So funny. Anyways, (laughs) there's an intro and an outro. So I really want you to rate and review this podcast. It helps more people buying this podcast. So if you've gleaned any wisdom, you know, hit me back, get some karma points. Let's go. All right. I love you guys so much. Have the best week ever. And I will talk to you on the other side. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Lara Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.